All right, guys. Coco Talk, episode 62 is going live in three, two. This is Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. Streaming live on YouTube and Roku, available as a podcast and enjoyed the world over. And now, here's your host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coco Talk, episode 62. I am your host with the most. It is the OG Stevie Stroh here, substituting for Grant Leedy, the one that everybody likes to watch. And we're here. I don't know why I'm talking that way, but we're here and we're live with Coco Talk, episode 62. And we got uh, we got 15 people watching us already in the live stream. And we just started this train wreck. So D. Bruce Moore was there, Mark Overholz was there, Fedor Steeman was here, Diego is here, Ken, Ken Make It is here, Mark Overholzer, Diego, Eric, uh, Brian Extructus Productions, all here. And for whatever reason, the names of people are showing up um, kind of weird in my YouTube thingamathingy here. So I'm thinking I'm going to have to um, go, um, go commando here. And there, boom. So rather than making the background translucent, unfortunately, I can't read the names of the people. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to have to probably, I don't know what I'm going to have to do here. I'm going to have to pick a bright color. I don't know. I'm, I'm messing with colors right now. It's really messing with me. Sorry, guys, here. It's a live show, and this is what happens. But I want the live chat to be seen for all um, posterior's sake. So we got to keep that there. Okay, now I can read who's here, right? So Disney Saints fan is here. Hey, Disney Saints fan. And Mike Brandt is here. Extructus Productions is here. Fedor Stamen. Diego is here. We got all kinds of people here with us. And welcome to Coco Talk, episode 62. What's the topic today, everybody? Coco Forever. No, I hit the wrong button. While I was waiting on you guys, I meant to hit this here. <laughs> there you go. And Rick Adams, what's going on here? We got a special member of our panel here. This is a uh, a purple. Bear. Oh, never mind. What did, what did I miss there? You're like Ron Delvo with this crap yeah. in the background, just moving stuff around. So, uh, <laughs> what what's the purple bear, Rick? We're, we're inquiring minds want to know. Oh, it's just a, it's just something silly. It's a Princess Diana beanie baby. Ah, Ooh, that's that's worth some money. Not much. Really? I Less than was. you would think. Yeah, it's, now, we it's are live. like 50 bucks. We are live. We are on the internet. We're on the air. Nick Baroda has just joined us. Um, so we have in the panel Rick Adams with his Princess Diana Beanie Baby. How are you, Rick Adams? Hello. Just fine. All right. And we also have a couple of – this is like the foreign section up top here. So we have o, from O Canada, L. Curtis Boyle. Yep. Hello from the Great White North, from the people that spell correctly. Uh-huh. And also from O Canada, we've got D. Bruce Moore. Howdy. Apparently, these Canadians like to have an extra initial in front of their name. Uh, <laughs> uh, from Australia, with uh, only two names, we've got Nicholas Morentes. Hello, Nick. Good eye, everyone. Good eye. Thanks for being here at 4 a.m. for you. Um, we also have who just joined in. We just uh, got joined by Richard Lorbieski of Boy Saw and Technology. Welcome, Richard. Hello. 
And then our our the the guy who get the guy who pulls in all the viewership and listenership, Mr. Popularity, Greg is with us. Grant Leedy, what's going on there, Grant? Hello, everybody. Don't forget to mention he's modest too. <laughs> Spidermore says I'm here. Hello, Spidermore. David Ladd just says, Oh Lord. Hey, David Ladd. Nick Marota. Nick Marota says, Hey, with the impending war between the U.S. and Canada. Are we still going to be able to meet up like this? <laughs> yeah, just that our, all of our raises get canceled on my own tariffs and start charging back and forth. What we will do is we will send our fearless leader and commander-in-chief, Donald Trump, to go to Canada to talk to your dictator over there and see if we can't, uh, you know, break down these barriers. <laughs> I, I think we should get Grant to do it because he's so popular with everybody. He can just smooth it right over. Oh... Uh, <laughs> we'll be tearing down those walls tearing down the walls mr gorbachev break down that wall um we also have with us on the program rendezvous the timber man himself oh with the star trek mug hey nanu nanu hershey's uh can we get any more product placement in this program um, before it even yours <laughs> there you go coco talk mug there you go beauty beauty We've got our resident Apple guy with a Coco 3 covering up the Apple, as it should be. Mark D. Overholzer is with us. Welcome, Mark. Howdy. Glad to be here. Last but certainly not least, seen at PenFest 99 and 2000, at CocoFest 2018, at Ham at CorgsCon, the maker of the switcheroo, we've got Jason the Coco Man Reichert is with us. everybody. Almost just choked there. Sorry about that. Got nothing to do with you, Jason. It's bad timing on my drink. All right, so we're here, and um, the the um, the the main topic, the the thrust of this show, if you will, um, is going to be the world premiere of um, Coco Forever. Right. So we're gonna have. Um, we're gonna keep the show kind of on point and on target based on that, but we will talk about. One quick news item that that Curtis did bring up, and of course, because we are much like the Fox News Network, we're extremely fair, we're extremely balanced when it comes to systems running a 6809 or somewhat similar processor. But our friends across the pond at um, the Dragon Meetup now have posted some pictures here. And we've got some pictures of just about every incarnation of a Dragon computer from a prototype to the 32s, the 64s. That were, The one in the clear case was the um, a prototype for the Dragon 128 or the dual processor Dragon or something like that. Yeah, I so think there's a comment actually that something? explains what they all are. So Okay, so let's look at the comments here. Wow, it's our British cousins. Our British cousins. That's right. And I need. I need. So if we're like Fox, is this like Coco and Friends or something? Yeah, Coco (laughs) and Friends. Coco. Yeah. Um, So here's one of a close-up picture of the. um, Let me see if I can make this big. That's what she said. Um, Here is the keyboard and the system board and power distribution unit back there. (laughs) No solder mask, so it's probably a proto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a Dragon 32. Here's a Dragon 64. We've got a Dragon What's in a, a bag. Probably right. oh, a Tano Dragon. Oh, Tano That's Dragon. That's the, the U.S. Uh, one. The U.S. one. Blasphemous. Right. Um, when we go to look through the comments here some more, then we have, oh, here's another kind of zoomed in picture here. Uh, look at this gray beast That's here. That's the Dragon Professional. 
the Dragon Professional, not to be confused with the Dragon Amateur model. Um, so, yeah, Professional. Yeah, dual there. drives built in and mm, gray color. Interesting, right? Gray color. Now this one here is the Dragon, the Beta One Twenty Eight. So that's got the motherboards and did this one have two processors, like dual CPUs? I I'm don't remember. remember. I, I have seen some close-ups of this motherboard, but I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was one that got in the prototyping stage but never made it to market. Yeah, but this is definitely somewhat of a unicorn. This would be like having a deluxe cocoa for us. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just something that never quite made it to production. That's a beauty, eh? Um, what else do we got going on here? Now, if you go into the comments, there's a reply because somebody was asking what are all those because somebody lists them and then somebody did list them all. Right. And so I just want to look. I think there was one more picture in yeah. here too. Uh, this is a, this kind of a close-up going down the line here. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Did I already look at that one? That's the Tano in the bag. Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought I'd gotten further down the line. Maybe not, or maybe I hit the wrong picture here. Uh, if you click okay. that one reply from James Waller there, it'll have the list. James Waller. Out of curiosity, what was here? Okay, um, where is the reply? Could you detail? Where is the answer here? Oh, because uh, the reply was there before. <laughs> okay, maybe it's in a different spot. Hello, here they are in order. Um, what well, what are the ones at the very end of the table? That's oh, what that, I was hoping that like reply down was here, like yeah, like um, uh, looks like a little laptop prototype or something else down there too. Yeah. Even before that, are they are they dragons as well? Yeah, those those might be Tanos or one. I okay, so I'm looking at the description. I still have it on my screen here. Uh, the okay. first one, the prototype's called the Pippin. I guess it must have been the code name. Okay. Then the Dragon 32, the Dragon 64, the Tano, the Professional, okay. the Beta, Beta, which is one in the glass case, the 200, okay. the 200E, ah. e, okay, and then the Liberator. The Liberator. Liberator. We are freedom fighters. We will set you know, information, set your software free, liberate that software. All right. Very cool. Very cool. So to be fair and balanced, we did show off a little bit of news and we showed off some news from the EU, the European region of the United States. And, um, and yeah, so uh, dragon meetup is happening. And uh, so I'm missing some of the live chat here. So let's go back here and see what's going on here. Maybe any, next, uh, maybe next week we're going to have somebody that went to the show beyond, and and yeah, that might be neat. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So come on. <laughs> now, what so time is it in England right now? I guess we'd have to figure what. You know, is it three in the morning or something? Six or seven hours. No, it's, ahead. it's only eight hours ahead from it's, where I'm at. Yeah, so eight hours. That'd be that I think UK is about five hours ahead of me, uh, or something like that. So it's yes. usually, yeah. So they're not they're not terribly far ahead of us. Uh, Fedor is asking, did anybody see the Bear Coco 3 motherboard on sale on eBay? I did not. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been, I, I, I'm deleting eBay emails right now just because I don't have the money. <laughs> Richard Lorbieski, who happens to be with us here on the program but still manages to multitask and troll in the live chat, says, this show is more like Wayne's World, but worse. Calumny's <laughs> uh, so, uh, just envious. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm just kind of catching up on the um, live chat here. That Dragon Beta 128 would have been awesome had it been produced on a large scale, says Fedor Stamen. Um, Richard Lorbieski says, Dragon users have higher standards, so I, I doubt they will appear on this show. Okay, well, there we have oh. it. So we have cleared all <laughs> on, of all right. that up. So 
We're going to get into the main portion of the program, but just very briefly before we do, does anybody have anything they want to update us on and not have it be even a two-minute update? Anybody got a quick update on what they're doing? Are you waving? I have a very quick update. All right, go ahead, Jason the Cocoa Man. I uh, just wanted to update everybody. I've announced this elsewhere, but um, all the introductory switcheroo orders have been filled and shipped and uh, accepting new orders. That's it. Excellent. Excellent. Now, Mark, you were waving your hand. Now, are you just waving to a cat, or did you have an update? No. No, I have something. Um, so, the uh, the Arata Online, uh, Thomas Cherry Holmes, he has a pretty much working uh, terminal emulator, Play-Doh terminal emulator for the Commodore 64. Excellent. And, besides that, um, our own Brett Gordon has been pulling the code and running it through uh, GCC with the 806809 uh, patches and generating a Cocoa version. So his doesn't have working keyboard stuff yet, but he's got the basic, uh, basically plotting and stuff. So we are on the way to a Play-Doh terminal for the Cocoa. Yep, there's actually some pictures of it in action on Discord. Yes. Ah, excellent, excellent. Might be another reason for some of you watching at home right now to join our Discord server. Uh, Tom C. has just joined us. Welcome to the program, Tom C. Mike Brandt says that's, and Ken also commenting, this is Coco Cat number one, so the first cat um, to appear on the program. It would not be an episode of Coco Talk without one or more cats on camera here. And yeah, mine's, says, mine's hiding from all the construction. Noise, so I don't know who <laughs> um, I just was going to get a quick update on the Dragons because I just pulled up the page on it. The Dragon 128 was a 1984 model. Supposed to have okay. 120K of RAM, a new floppy controller, 80-column card, um, and a special version of OS 9 for it. And then the Dragon mm. Alpha was the dual CPU with a 256K of RAM, expandable to 768K, wow. two internal 3.5-inch drives, 320 by 256 by 16 color, plus 640 by 512 by 4, 640 by 256 by 4, 320 by 256 by 4, and 160 by 72 text mode. Holy crap, that's a that lot of That would have been a nice machine. My head just exploded because there was a little bit too much information there, but that's a lot. And hey, Steve Bjork has joined us. Hey, welcome to the live chat. Steve Bjork is here. Um, so that's that's insane. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, that would have been one wicked machine. Um, t- talking about uh, Coco Forever, if we could go back in time, right? If we changed something. It seems like Dragon was actually work tangibly working on something that could have been a, a future powerhouse of a system. But... But what could have, should have, would have been. Maybe we'll find out today as we go through. Extractus Productions also saying hi. Um, and so uh, Steve York says, I hope I can stay to the end of episode two. So we should get it going. We should get the main thrust of today's show going. Um, Bruce Moore, should I play the Coco Forever teaser three again? Should we play a teaser or should we just jump in? Oh, teaser. That's not a bad idea as an intro. All right. Uh, all right. So we're going to play the Coco uh, Forever teaser. And then we're going to come back, and we are going to um, actually start. Teaser, do you have Teaser 2, actually? Is that there, Andy? Uh, it, it can be. I don't think I've got it queued up, but I can, I can just um, uh, I can whatever. Just get that. No, no, listen. It's, listen, this is, this is your moment. This is your moment to shine here. This is, um, you know. So let's, let's just give me a second, and I'll find it. All right, so I'm going to my Google Drive. I'm going to my CocoTalk folder. I am going to... Well, whilst you're doing that, I'll throw in my quick project update, too. Go ahead. You do that. Okay, so working on you, you we've got a couple more games installed on the next alpha. I won't say what they are because they're pretty simple ones, but 
Um, the other thing I discovered is that uh, back in 1989, 1990, Kevin Darling and uh, Ken Myers and all the rest were working on the Level 2 upgrade. And they did an upgrade for the Graphics 2 module that Base 9 uses, if you're calling graphic functions. They added a bunch of new things. Some of it was Level 2 upgrade dependent. Some of it was stuff that was backwards compatible. And I just found out this week, after I started disassembling things, that the uh, Nitrous 9 distributions right now are using the stock Tandy one. They have none of this new functionality that actually was released you know, almost 30 years ago. Hmm. So I'm slowly dissembling that, and uh, I will be adding that on the Alpha 4. This will give you stuff to handle multi-view windowing and stuff like that right from Base 9 using Run GFX2 menu. Um, it'll add stuff like tone commands, uh, autofollow mouse commands, so you don't have to program the mouse stuff individually on your own. It'll, it'll be much easier. Um, nice. So that'll be coming out, and I'll be adding a couple of the new functions we added into Nitrous 9 too. so it'll be a nice little upgrade for Base 9 programmers. Very cool. That's <laughs> Nick Marota, when I when I mentioned the Coco Forever teaser, Nick Marota says teaser. I don't even know her. <laughs> yes. All right. So here we go, boys and girls. We're gonna watch teaser two right now, and then we'll get into it. Imagine a different world, a world where Tandy Corporation has the upper hand, where the Coco surpassed all competitors and all you have to do is travel back in time without making a single mistake coco forever definitely earn this office yes you're too kind and thank you you want to grab some food before we head back and look at that alt reality os9 module <laughs> it's only a 40 years past due but yeah sure CocoForever.gracenote.ca. That is the website. And what I'll show you guys before we start, too, is that um, maybe we should just pull up the website real quick, too, Bruce, where people can see that, right? So if we go to CocoForever.gracenote.ca, that's your site. And this is where you can now purchase these episodes via PayPal. And there are now a total of four episodes available for your downloading pleasure. And it is, uh, it's mixed media, as we're going to see here. So there's a lots of different content going on here. Um, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to stop sharing system sound. Because as we start to go through this, we're going to want um, maximum audio fidelity. But this is what this looks like here. This is Bruce's website, cocoforever.gracenote.ca. You can see some of the teaser trailers here, and you can order... Your individual episodes courtesy of PayPal. And then they, they actually download as individual zip files, as you'll see here, right? So, for example, on the episode zero zip file, if you open it up, you're going to see in here there's a README first. There's an MP3 sound, which is the uh, episode to listen to. There's an image you can look at, and then there's an Adobe Acrobat thing. So there's, there's different things to do. There's things to look at. There's things to listen to. There are disk images that you can pull up and, and run on your Coco, which we'll see too. So it's, uh, it's definitely mixed media, and I just closed the entire folder because 
I'm an idiot, but that's okay. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna. If you could right go in. back in time and not it, do that, yes. If I could. Yeah. where's Cher when we need her? All right. So the first thing I'm gonna do, Bruce, is I'm gonna pull up the the file zero that says "Read Me First. And so you wanna annotate this for us? Richard had a question. Oops. Uh, Richard has a question. Can yeah, you purchase uh, this a bundle. A, yeah, can we purchase this a bundle? It's, it's, it's just it, the, you can it's add them ready. all to your cart. Add, you, you add them all to your cart, but you're asking, is there like a volume discount? No, no, it's not. I don't care about the discount. I just, you know, if there's just one click and you get all the episodes. Uh, you know, they're not all done. So I guess the answer right now is no. <laughs> but, okay. the one, but the ones that are there, the four that are there right now, um, you have to click on the web page. If you just click each one, it adds them all to the cart and then you can hit, hit checkout one time. And then okay, so you, yeah. you can pay for them at once and get them downloaded as one bulk thing. But unfortunately, there's not like a select all to, to minimize the things you have to click before you do that. Right. And, okay. All right. So can we? Um, I hear your keyboard quite pronouncedly there, Mark Overholzer. All right. And Steve Bjork has joined us. Hey, Steve. Welcome. Hey right, there, so, everybody. Hello. So we we are looking at the first file here, Bruce, that says "Read Me First," and so this is a yep. little PDF file. Yeah. Just keep it rolling there. Okay. It just explains basically what you just said here. You you view or listen to the items in numerical order, whatever they happen to be, um, and when you do run a disk file, you run type run number sign, and that will look on on any of the disks, and that will fire up whatever happens to be there. So you're going to run the pound sign or run the hashtag, depending on what generation yeah. you're from. Uh, number sign. Yep. Hashtag pound yep. sign. You run that kind of like we how we used to do run star. Instead of running star, we're running pound, um, and that will run the program. Uh, somebody's yep. asking, what is the song that plays behind the trailer? You want to answer that question? Yeah, that is a song of my creation. Um, it's not a full song. It's just for this, just for Coco Forever. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are we ready for the world premiere of episode zero, everyone? When I do this right now, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be muting Skype, so I will not be able to hear you guys while this is playing because we don't want anybody to talk over this. So if you want to hear this, because I'm not sharing system sound, you need to be listening on YouTube. This is being broadcast in stereo. It is recommended that you use headphones if you're an audiophile and you want to hear the different sound elements in each different ear portion of your head. Most of us yeah. have a left and a right portion of said head. And um, and so um, we're trying to do this to maximize the audio experience for those listening at home so i have to kind of hybrid so what, the way we're what doing happens on coco tv uh coco tv is going to hear it because i'm streaming to coco oh, okay. tv all right all right so here we go i'm muting skype while we play the video when i'm done we will take your comments reactions etc 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 here we go Coco Forever, Episode Zero, Fort Worth. How does it feel? I'm still
Is that you? Sure is, Ma. Look at the HUD above your phone. See my picture? Who's HUD? It's the heads-up display, Ma, right above the... Never mind. Yes, it's me, Ma. What's up? I just want to make sure everything is all right with the car. You know it was your father's pride and joy. I know, Ma, and I'm taking good care of it. And if it helps, this may be the last trip I take in it. Thank goodness. That Volkswagen has so many wonderful memories. Oh, I'd hate for you to have a breakdown and be stuck out on the highway. Do you have your insulin with you? Ma, even if I had a breakdown, I could get a tow and a cab in less than five minutes. It's not like the old days. And yes, I have my insulin. I even have the spares in the glove compartment, just like Dad used to do. Well, that's a relief. I can't keep up with all this technology these days. Did you hear that California is about to make the driverless car the only legal way to drive? You'll never get me in one of those things. Oh, I don't know, Ma. The day will come when you can't drive yourself. How will you go shopping? Well, I'll just call you, of course. (laughs) Yeah, Ma, but by then all cars may be driverless. I could just send my car over to pick you up. (laughs) Don't be silly, Chucky. Uh, it's Chuck, Ma. I'm not ten anymore. I know, I know. But do you remember where you and your dad were about this time when you were ten? Well, of course, Ma. That's why I'm taking Dad's car into Fort Worth. It's a trip down memory lane. Dad, are we almost there? It's so hot. Can we get some ice cream? The hotel is just around the corner. Once we see the big surprise, we'll grab some ice cream. We'll just check your blood sugar first. What's the surprise? Well, if I told you that, it wouldn't be a surprise. But I want to know. Please? I'll give you a hint, but that's it. Okay. You know the computers our stores sell? The TRS-80s? That's right. I love the blackjack game. I won $500 once. And too bad that wasn't real money. But if you think blackjack is good, you're going to be amazed by what we are about to see. Is it a new game for the TRS-80? Oh, it's much better than that. What is it? Here we are. Once I find a parking spot, we can go in and see what all the excitement is about. And then can we get some ice cream? You bet. without air conditioning now. I don't know how we survived the heat back then. When was that trip you and Dad took? 79? It was July 31st, 1980, Ma. Are you sure it wasn't 79? My aunt died around that time, and I'm sure it was the same. Ma, it was the launch of the Tandy Color Computer. July 31st, 1980. You can look it up. Oh, I'm sure you're right. Well, I hope you have a good time in Texas. Are you meeting any of your computer friends there? Yeah, this is the last Cocoa Fest, Ma. Don't they say that every year? This time it really is the last one. Well, that's too bad. But I guess all good things must come to an end. Yeah, it's been a... Ma... I have another call coming in from one of the guys. Can I call you back later? Sure, dear. Love you. Love you too, Ma. 
Well, if it isn't the lamest gamer on the internet. How's it going, Stevie? Hey, 20 subscribers can't be wrong, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not as good as the single guy, uh, Mr. Bachelor at, what are you, 90 now? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> what can I say? So where are you now? Are you, I'm just, I'm just on the road. I'm almost there. Yeah, I'm uh, pulling into the airport here to park. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be flying out in about a couple hours. So. Um, okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, good. It's hard to believe this is really the last Cocoa Fest. Like, like, how did it all come to this? Oh man, I know. I, you know, I, I remember going to my first Cocoa Fest. I think it was the 25th, and I was saying to myself, man, I, I'm, I'm so. I'm so sad I missed 20, you know, some odd years before this, and I can't believe it's been 20 years since then. But, I mean, if you look back, uh, well, you know, everyone in Glenside is gone. Uh, we haven't had a podcast in a decade. We have not had, uh, you know, we just, we just lost our way, I think. And, uh, I mean, thank God the last two surviving members of the MC10 community are here. They're making up half the attendees, you know? <laughs> Oh, man, we're just all getting too old. Oh, my God, you tell me about it. Um, you know, so I do have my uh, my little lens thing here. We're going to do our usual virtual reality live streaming uh, of this event. I mean, God forbid if if, uh, if I got two subscribers to my channel at this point, uh, hopefully they're both going to watch this last hoorah. Uh, I, I've, I'm just a little disappointed that um, YouTube has banned uh, smell of vision you know, leave it to Google to find a way to copyright odors, but uh, the audience is probably better off. I mean, this whole event's going to smell like Ben Gay and adult diapers, so uh, <laughs> probably for the best. Oh, it's not going to be that bad. Come on. And hey, listen, I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, did you ever hear, did you ever find out what happened with Tandy Assembly? Like, I thought that was going to pick up when Glenside, you know, kind of let off. Uh, you, you, I don't know. I think the legend was uh, something to do with the trash talkers and a rivalry. And uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, it was just some bitter feud that was unable to be resolved. And um, I don't know. You know, I, when, when things started getting really dramatic is when I kind of left. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could never get out there myself to it. But uh, uh, it's a shame. But at least we're doing this last bit. Um, yeah, when it's going to be like the what is this the 40th anniversary somewhat of uh, of what Coco Fest would have been? Uh, something like that. I'm not sure if I can count that that high anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you got grandkids as old as this event at this point. <laughs> oh, and then uh, of course we're not going to have any Canadians there because of the the border problems, right? Yeah, you know when the Russian mafia took over our government, it was um, you know. It was one of those things. We just had to we had to, we had to realize, uh, you know, Neil Brookings too with his espionage. Uh, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it too. You don't, you don't seriously believe any of that crap, do you? <laughs> the Neil Brookings <laughs> crap or the Russian mafia? <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> I believe Neil Brookings was the head of the Russian mafia. I think oh. he was he was pulling. <laughs> Putin strings back in the day. So. <laughs> okay. okay. How would you think he got all those damn rainbow magazines? That must be it. That must be it. Uh, uh, 
So have you got everything you need for your setup for the fest? You got the gear and stuff, and yeah, yeah, we got the uh, the, the uh, <coughs> VR the VR streaming stuff is there. Um, I actually had that shipped out ahead of time, so that should be there. I'm traveling light, and um, yeah, I think we're good. I mean, that's one nice thing. Their technology has definitely moved forward, and I don't have to carry near as much crap as I had to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, you know, we're not having an auction to have to take home stuff anymore, so... Yeah, right? <laughs> we're good there. Uh, you know, on an, on an off-topic, did you hear about uh, the band Journey? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on! They're about to do their final farewell tour. Isn't it just perfect timing? You know? it's, it's, yeah, it's only 40 years past due, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, they're awesome. <laughs> hey, I was a little, I was a little skeptical when that, that new guy from the Philippines took over for Steve Perry, but you know, I went to one of the shows and he made me a believer. I mean, the guy can sing and, and he's younger than the rest of them. So I think that's why they managed to keep going this long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. Uh, you know, uh, as long as they can get all their walkers and get up on stage, I think it'll be great. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be there. Um, listen, I'm uh, I'm gonna be pulling in here shortly, so I should probably sign off. But uh, so yeah, well, I'll see you uh, down at uh, at City Place at the Towers when you uh, when you roll in. It sounds good. Hopefully, we're not the only two people there. Uh, yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll catch you later. Okay. Right. Please proceed to the next media item for this episode. Please proceed to the next media. Somebody needs to un- to um okay. We're sound is sound is back on, so I just heard a little bit of somebody else's sound. So all right. We're here. Uh Reactions from the panel, from the audience. What did you guys think of episode zero? No, say it isn't so. There's only four users left. <laughs> and two of them are from the MC10 community, apparently. <laughs> so one's got to be Jim Geary. Who's the other one? <laughs> you're, Grant, you're muted. I said, how was the adult diaper, Stevie? <laughs> they're, they're very comfortable, surprisingly. I'm sitting in one right now. so uh, it, it depends. <laughs> uh, how many of you now heard this for the first time if you were not at coco fest that would be me i didn't hear it at the fest time. curtis was at coco fest but didn't hear it did you listen to it at coco fest ron yes i did yeah uh, nick, Moren- like <laughs> nick morentes was not at coco fest what'd you think nick cue the crickets yes okay so um, speaking of which, I need to, uh, oh shit, hold on. Uh, anyways, I need to switch back. To, okay. We got more to show off. Okay. So we have more to show. We are unmuted. I need to turn back on, um, system sharing system sounds because for the next thing. All right. So Bruce, are you unmuted, Bruce? Hello, I'm here. Okay. Can you hear me? So yeah. So the next thing we're going to show off. So we just, um, we just listened to the episode. I wanted to get quick reactions from the audience. So, um, as well from the panel, from the audience. So let's look at what the, um, let's look at what the audience has to say here. Um, so, 
so while <laughs> this was streaming live, Brian Joyce was saying, say it isn't so. No more Coco Fest. Nick Morota says, no more podcasts. That really got to me. <laughs> the Canada <laughs> War made it in. The <laughs> Canada War made it in. And, and, and <laughs> Brian says those damn Russians. And, and Richard Lorbieski says, blame Canada. Um and when you hear the Coco beep, it's time to turn the page. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Michael Brandt says, Jim Gary and Steve Bjork are this other, the other two attendees of uh, the last Coco Fest. Um, uh, and then Fedor says, great content, value, and acting, no sarcasm. So he actually says the... Uh, because when I say voice talent, I think the word talent can be used loosely at times. But yeah, uh, <laughs> talent so, isn't. We know how to speak. Yeah. All right. So there's some reactions from the panel. Um, we're gonna now move back to um, this is mixed media here. So after listening to the episode, the mm. next thing you'll do is you will look at this picture here. So this imagine you're Chuck driving. And you see this old tattered sign here, right? Am I waiting for Bruce to close this door? So what, what do we need to know about the picture here, Bruce? This is just an old sign of, you know, if you were pulling into Tandy Center, right? No, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Actually, it's the satellite uh, parking. Um, I know the history about this. This is where Tandy employees also parked, and uh, they would hop the subway to the uh, Tandy Center. Ah, so this is a satellite parking lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Chuck's a little turned around, but he did. He he sees the sign on the way in. Feels sad. Ah. Okay. So this is a little picture that Chuck took on his way into the last Cocoa Fest, huh? It looks looks a little rattered and tattered there, right? So so not only do you have that little picture to look at, now we've got a little PDF file for you to pull up too. So here is is this what um, Tandy Towers looks like now? This leg, this legacy Texas is that what is this the location of where Tandy Towers used to be? Yeah, that's where we're heading. Yeah. Okay. So. And here's here's a little stuff for us. You wanted to annotate this for us, Bruce? Or sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll just read it. City Place is a mixed-use facility featuring two 20-story buildings in Central Fort Worth. This was formerly Tandy Center and served as corporate headquarters for uh, Radio Shack. Uh, during the Tandy Radio Shack years, the complex included a mall, subway, and an ice skating rink. And the Tandy Center subway operated between the center and its parking lots from 63 to 2002. It was apparently the only privately owned subway in the country, at least at the time. So that's where we're heading for episode one. Okay. So we're going to jump into episode one before we get to the disc image then, right? Right. Okay. It's just follow them in order. That was we're number three. Now we do number so four. So we're going to file number four, which is now episode one. So the um, this continues. So I'm going to stop sharing system sound for a minute. But when we get back to the cocoa, is when I will share system sound. You just have to remind me when we do that. All right. So you've just finished seeing episode. <laughs> Ken says what? A train and a sandwich shop. <laughs> uh, a subway. That's right. Subway is not only a sandwich place, but it's also a train. That's right. Who knew? Who to thunk it? Okay, so you've heard episode zero, world premiere of episode zero. Fasten your seatbelt, boys and girls, because here comes episode one. A little bit shorter. So the first one kind of set up the backstory, right? All right, so here we go. Hey, we just got a, a follower, too. So thank you for following. How does it feel? 
Mexico Forever. Episode 1, City Place, formerly Tandy Towers. How does it Can I help you? Yes, I'm here for the last Cocoa Fest. I'm sorry, the last what? Uh, Cocoa Fest. It's a retro computer convention. We registered for a room here at City Place. Oh, I see. Let me just look that up. Ah, yes, here it is. Oh, dear, there must have been some sort of mistake. What's wrong? We obviously booked the wrong room for your convention. This is a boardroom with a large table and 12 chairs. Actually, that's right. Maybe convention is too ambitious a word for it. We've been in decline for years, and this is actually our last meeting. I see. Well, I'll grab the keys and take you up there. Okay, lead the way. Oh Oh my gosh, are you okay? You hit that door jam pretty hard. Uh, yeah. Bit of a klutz. I've been all my life. Okay, I I hope you don't mind me saying that. You don't look so well. No, no, I'm fine. Just got my bell rung. Let's head to the conference room. First door on the left. Let me get that open for you. Nice. This'll do just fine. Excellent. But can I get you a glass of water or something? You still look a bit shaky. I really appreciate your concern, but I'm good. I'll just take a seat here for a couple minutes and I'll be as right as rain. Okay. Wow, was that intense. I wonder if I got a concussion. I'm starting to get the shakes here. Oh, wait a second. This is my diabetes. I forgot to take my insulin. Oh, well, thankfully I have some in my bag here. I can, uh... Oh no, it's not here. Oh man. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's someone in the glove box. If I can just make it down to the car in time. Come on, come on. Come on. Man, have they updated these elevators since the 80s? Come on. Must be faster to take the stairs. Oh man. This doesn't look like the lobby. Hey, mister. Do, Do you work here? Hello, son. I'm the caretaker. And what you're looking for is right through that door over there. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. You take care now. What the? 
crazy. I better get my insulin before I need an ambulance. At least I've got a parking spot out front. Okay, let's just flip up on the glove box here and we'll get it. It's stuck. I can never keep the thing closed. What the? Come on. Oh, holy crap. All right. Okay, at least the insulin's here. That's much better. I still don't know how the glove box could have been stuck. The mechanism has been stripped as long as I remember. I think I'll just sit here and listen to the radio for a bit while I catch my breath. And peaking off in August about 98 degrees, but we have been nowhere near normal this year. And we're gonna plot the temperatures for 1980. And uh, we're right now at the hottest point, so things could get warmer, but they won't. We're gonna be getting back to average temperature, and I would say the slope should be pretty close to that for the rest of the summer. For the better part of the past summer, I've been periodically bombarded with reports that something spectacular was about to happen. Tandy Corporation, of course, still isn't talking, but Fort Worth can reasonably expect some very exciting news on the subject in the very near future. Jerry Taft, Channel 8 News on the Move, Fort Worth. That's bizarre. I must have picked up an oldie station. Man, did it get even hotter out here? And what's with all these classic cars? Some sort of convention? Wait, this doesn't look right. Excuse me, ma'am? Yeah? I'm not sure where I am. This is Tandy Towers. If y'all are fixing to go to the mall, you can get it down one level. Did you say Tandy Towers? Yeah. And uh, the mall is down one level? That's right. Ma'am, could you tell me the date? July 31st. July. Um, this may be a strange question, but... What year is it? What year? 1980, of course. Okay, I'm about ready to unmute Skype, so everybody make sure your playback is done and your headphones or whatever is going on. So here we go. All right, we are back. We are back with the program, and uh, we just finished listening to episode one. What do we think, guys? Well done. I liked it. It kind of had a cross between The Matrix a little bit, too. I'm assuming that's kind of what The Caretaker was. Based on. Caretaker, huh? Ah, interesting, right? It's Twilight Zone. Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Hi, I'm Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Um, so <laughs> back back in the chat while while this was still going on live, we need we need to back up just a little bit. Um, so as as this as episode one started, Nick Moroda was saying when the theme song was was playing, saying that is so 80s. I love it. 
<laughs> and then Richard says, is this the episode where they kill off Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> and Mark says, who shot Stevie? And then Michael Brandt says, this is like, is this like every episode, like Kenny? <laughs> you killed Stevie. Right. So, uh, and now uh, Fedor is saying, now we need to find a good animator. But it, it's an audio thing. So you guys are watching it here on this episode, but it's meant to be an audio thing. But yeah. Um, it's what they did in 1980, right? Yeah, so then uh, when does Tom Baker show up? Um, too bad we don't <laughs> And then <laughs> Flintstone-style animation, and then Fedor says, I've already got a head like Fred Flintstone. Um, Nick Morota says, the background music is intense. Good job there, Bruce. Somebody appreciates that, the uh, emotional intensity. Um, and then we're, now we're getting on a Flintstone tangent here. Well, if I'm If I am... Fred Flintstone, who's going to be Barney, right? And so, um, and then we said, well, what about, uh, so Greg, you've been nominated to be Barney. <laughs> and somebody said, who's going to be Kazoo? And then uh, Nick Morota says that Kazoo was an abomination to the show. I think he's talking about uh, Flintstones. Um, <laughs> Mark Overholzer said, check the expiration date on that insulin. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Morota says, let's go to the mall. Uh, okay. So yeah, lots of good, yeah, very Twilight zone So cool. Caught up on the uh, reactions from the live audience. Panel members, uh, how many of you heard episode one for the first time now? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> first yeah. for me. Me too. What'd you guys think? It's great. I love yeah, it. Good. It Excellent. makes you want to hear the name. for the rest of them. All right. All right. Now, this, this, the conclusion of episode zero and one right now is an actual now Coco program that will also be on the disk image now. So um, when you download these zip files, you get the MP3 files to listen to, you get pictures to look at, you get PDFs to read, and you get disk images from time to time to run a uh, interactive Coco program. And so this is the actual disk image running on a real Coco 3. Now I'm not using Jason's shark cable this time. I'm actually using Richard's shark cable. So this, but this is my RGB to shark, and uh, this is a real Coco 3. So we're gonna hit R for RGB. And now it says press space to go forward and back to flip through pages. So this is uh, some of the bonus content you will also get with Coco Forever. So here we go. That song does get stuck in your head, huh? Uh, a little tri- little trivia there. The uh, that building between the towers. That's where the uh, mall was uh, yeah. located. Ah, yeah. and the ice and rink, then, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the the ice rink was in the center. And then if you see off to the right hand side, it looks like a little sky bridge uh, going across the street. Okay, um, that was to the hotel that uh, that. Uh, we would we would actually uh, stay overnight, or you know, when we did training, uh, we would be sta- we we stayed at that uh, hotel. Cool. Yeah. Well, Richard uh, knows firsthand. You worked for Tandy. Yes. So cool stuff. Cool stuff. And um, so now I'm gonna hit Steve, space bar. Steve Bjork, uh, Have you ever been there? Oh sure. Have you? Yes. They had a wing named after him. The New York wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So now I hit space bar, Bruce. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. 
I'll just read this out just Mm -hmm. so you got it at the audio. So this is Chuck talking here, of course. How could I possibly have traveled back in time to 1980? I must be having a diabetic hallucination. But did I just hallucinate taking an insulin shot and hallucinate rechecking my blood sugar and it's good? And not that I usually notice this sort of thing, but the decor inside seems somehow different. Not old and faded, but dated? Creepy. Ooh. Now, just out of curiosity, did, did you or do you, did you have to do this before? Or is this something you just made up for the character, the insulin shots? Chuck, Chuck's insulin shots. Does, did Bruce Moore have to do insulin shots when he was a kid, or do you do these now? No, no. This oh, is okay. just Chuck. Yeah, this Chuck. Okay, just out of curiosity. Chuck. All right, yeah. Chuck. All right, he's a he's obviously a flawed character. So, <laughs> and we're, we're moving on. No, no. the page. Okay, without without knowing how this is possible, I will assume for the moment that this is 1980. So, what do I do? Find a way back. But that means figuring out how I got here. Everything seemed fine until I started the diabetic shakes and left the conference room. That whole journey to the car is mostly a blur. The car. (laughs) If I'm in 1980, then why is the car here? Dad's old car. Dad must be here. Dad and me? Ten-year-old me? You like the license plate there, by the way? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite page. I don't. Re- I don't remember. Be- <laughs> I don't remember being at the towers, but that was a long time ago. I vaguely remember seeing the unveiling of the color computer, and I think there was a computer you could put in your pocket, but it didn't have any games. There was another of the black and white computers, but that was boring. I'm forever grateful that Dad got me a Coco that fall. My buddy Glenn and I played Dino Wars for hours on end. Man. And there they are. Those are the three items released on July 31st, 1980. The, the Coco One and the Pocket Computer and the... Which model is that? Model 3. Model 3. Mo- three. Model 3. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. The boring black and white one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens if I run into Dad or myself? Would that do something to the timeline and ruin the future or present or whatever it is? My present, I guess. Mom always said I was a spitting image of Dad, especially as I got older. Surely that would get some get his attention, seeing his double. Maybe I better stay away from the car. Now, he died so long ago. How many times have I wished I could talk with him again? <sighs> I can't risk it. But maybe a glance? What if I'm stuck here? What the heck would I do? I can't go home or to my parents. I don't have any money. My mobile watch won't pick up a signal in the 80s. Oh, man, I can't let anyone get a hold of this watch. Even only partially working, the technology could land me in a prison as a Soviet spy or something. If I'm stuck here, I have to destroy it. One thing I do have, knowledge of future events. If I can find a menial job, I could save up some money and buy into Microsoft (laughs) or Apple or something. Hey, maybe I could get a job at Apple. 
I know my way around an Apple II. Wait, is the Apple II out in the in 1980? I'd likely yes. have better luck. Yes, <laughs> I'd likely have better luck here at Tandy Corporation, even if they are going to tank in a couple of years. Nah, if I could hang on until Apple fires jobs and IT tanks, then buy the stock for pennies, but I have no money. Well, maybe I could get a job at, oh man, I'm getting an even better headache, bigger headache. I better sit down. To be continued. Hey, I was going to throw a little trivia about Apple there. They had an assembly plant in Arlington at the time in 1980, by the way. Wow. Wow. I thought it was Carrollton. Or Carroll it was it Carrollton? I thought it was Arlington. Carrollton. Okay. Well, it was in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So let me I'm just gonna get um I'm gonna get the next disc queued up, which we're not gonna do just yet, but okay. So, that says episode one. Are you sure you got the next disc? Or did I t label it wrong? Uh, should I hit space? Uh, uh, no, don't, don't do it. No, that looks that's like the old maybe. one. Okay, so let me uh, let me pull it up. I just want to make sure I got the right one. So we're going to Coco Forever. Okay, O three episode two, episode two. Okay, good. Right. So okay, that good. one says episode two on the screen, and we'll leave it right there. Okay, so now what we have just seen is or heard anyways we've heard episode zero we've heard episode one we've seen the bonus content we've seen the mixed media including a nice little interactive thing to read on your coco what does everybody think about all that what's next cool very cool <laughs> yeah it's uh an ambitious uh, project right it's got uh it's got uh, you know multimedia it's got some coco content it's got all kinds of stuff uh I just want to say uh, bravo, Bruce Moore. I like I like what I'm seeing so far. Okay. I think it? I mentioned this in the pre-show. I think this I, I haven't seen any of the other retro even modern communities try to pull off something like this. This is unique. Um to do I'm a whole radio wonder, play with bonus content and everything else. So this is Yeah. I'm wondering if special. it's gonna meet his dad. Well, we're gonna we're gonna listen to episode two, but we have been we have been streaming for nearly an hour right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a commercial break. I'm probably going to, and and just so you guys know, the commercial breaks are a little bit longer now. So we should have at least a minute and a half to all go potty. So we're going to run a commercial break. Uh, uh, I know I'm going to go potty. Um, and then we're going to come back and we're going to hear episode two. So we're not done. So episode two at this point literally is a world premiere because no one, myself included, in people who went to Coco Fest, nobody has seen or heard episode two. So history is being made right here on Coco Talk, people. So we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be back in about a minute and a half, two minutes. So don't go anywhere. Um, smoke them if you got them. We'll be back. Hi, it's Chris Boyle, part of the uh, Coco Talk crew of people. And a lot of us are here down at the Coco Fest having a great time. It's the second day and we're just about done. So you guys have to come out next year. Hi, this is the award-winning Alan Huffman of Subbeat the Software, and you're watching Stevie Fall Off Cliffs. Hey, have you got your Coco 3 yet? Hi, this is Rick Adams, author of Temple of Rom and Shanghai, and you've tuned into Coco Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer.
What's going on everybody? Original Gamer Stevie Stroh here, and if you're a fan of vintage computing and retro gaming, then you're going to love our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. There you will find custom designs by Instagram artist Joel M. Adams. You can get Ama Coconut, Coco Talk, and other cool video game images on a t-shirt, coffee mug, or mouse pack. So if you love retro, then head on over to the retro swag shop at 8bit256.com today. Tell them the Original Gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. Radio Shack has a great gift idea for the whole family. Fast action TV games, and they're on sale. Get this six game model for $29.95, or the four game model for $21.95. With rising entertainment cost, that's a real bargain. You play hockey, tennis, squash, and more. Easy to hook up, and great family fun that lasts all year long. The sale price TV games. Only at Radio Shack, a Tandy company. Hi, I'm Mike Rowan, and you're watching the original gamer, Stevie Stroh. And when you're done watching, come over and listen to the Coco Crew podcast. Hi, this is John Linville. And Neil Blanchard. We are the Coco Crew. I hope you're enjoying watching Stevie Stroh play video games, especially the Coco games. And when you're done with that, check out our podcast at CocoCrew.org. Where can you catch all the latest news and information about the Tandy Color Computer and Compatibles? Oh yeah. I'm talking about the Coco Crew Podcast. Dig it each month. Join John, Neil, and Mike as they lay down the latest news and information about the Radio Shack Tandy Color Computer and Compatibles. Grooved interviews. Tech segments and discussions all about the Radio Shack Tandy Color Computer. Strut your fine self over to www.cococrew.org and start this The Coco Crew Podcast. Keeping it Coco. Whoops, that wasn't the end of the commercial. Hold on. I have my commercial blocks. Let's go ahead. What? Screw it. We're back. <laughs> We're back. All right. So, um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Fedor said, Yay, Dino Wars. He likes seeing that. <laughs> and then Nick Marota says, This bathroom break is brought to you by. <laughs> Depends, Mark says. All right, so Eric <laughs> says this show needs 100% more cliffs. Yeah, so you see Stevie falling off cliffs. That's funny. Okay, all right, so I missed the days when you needed a screwdriver to connect things to your TV. That was the old Radio Shack TV games commercial, right? Um, Michael Brandt is asking any thought to a printed product after the audio is completed, like maybe a print version of the story or something, or. Uh, an enhanced version of the story. Not, you know, another book, Bruce. You need another book, right? So. <laughs> With a flexi-disc record version inside. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right. So we're back. We are now going to world premiere episode two. Is everybody ready for this? Yep. Oh, you betcha. So, so episode two. So on disc two, 
file number one is the episode two, right? So we're going to go straight to the episode. Then there is a PDF file, and then we go to the disk format. Is that the, is that the way we're going to do this, Bruce? Uh, if that's the numerical order, I can't see them just now, but if that's what okay, it is. Okay, that's, that's what that's, that's, according to my numbering system, that's how it's going to go here. All right, so uh, I'm going to mute Skype again, and we're going we're gonna to listen to this in the full audio fidelity. And for those of you who perhaps, you know, don't have two ears, where the hell did my sound mixer go now? You got a freaking Microsoft. Reminds me of that scene in South Park. Uh, the movie. All right. So I'm going to mute Skype and we're going to play the clip. We'll be right back, people. Coco Forever, Episode 2, The TRS 80s. I think I'll just sit down here for a bit and get my bearings, clear my head. If this is 1980, I have to be very careful. These people are dressed pretty retro. What's with all the red ties? And, oh my gosh, is that? Dad, Dad, look at the man over there. Dad, Dad! There's a man over on the bench that looks just like you. Chucky, quit yanking on my arm. You're being rude. Whatever it is, it can wait until we get to the car, okay? But, Dad! That's enough, Chucky. Who are you, mister? That's my dad. He's been gone for years. And he called that little boy Chucky. Maybe I can take a peek by that window. What happened to the glove box? I didn't do it. I know, Chucky. I just don't understand it. Nothing seems to be missing. Well, we gotta go or we're gonna miss the event. Crazy as it seems, I am in the 80s. Even though my dad has been dead for years, that absolutely was me and dad heading to the press conference for the Tandy color computer. I have to get back to the present before I do something to screw up the future. And the answer is somewhere back inside Tandy Towers. Excuse me, but did you forget something, Mr... Oh, officer! Uh, Chuck... Uh, Mr. Anders. Oh, I'm just a security guard, sir, but thanks. Let me see. Yes, I have you on the list, Mr. Anders. You're the one who brought his son along, right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, My son left a toy in the office. I just need to run back in and grab it. Not a problem, Mr. Anders. If you don't mind me saying, I'm sure this will be an event he will never forget. Uh, thanks. I'm sure he won't either. I know y'all are in a rush to get down to the hotel, but can I ask you something? Uh, okay. Well, 
I'm in an office pool with some of the guys, no big money or anything, but I have to make my choice soon. So, who you think done it? Done what? Shot JR. Shot JR? You know, Dallas, the TV show? J.R. Ewing with his 10-gallon hat and all that oil? Where are you from, mister? It's what everybody's been talking about all summer. Uh, sorry, I, I know the show, of course. Uh, I just have to think about that, though. Maybe Dusty? Or that Cliff Barnes? Isn't J.R. having an affair with someone? <laughs> when isn't he? Well, I'll bet J.R. doesn't even know who shot him. He'll say it was too dark or something. But if I was you, I'd look into that sister-in-law. Kristen? That little thing? Aw, uh, couldn't be her. Well, I'm not so good at figuring these shows out. Say, uh, can I head in now? Y'all go right ahead. Thanks. Excuse me, Mr... Sorry, I don't know your name. Caretaker is just fine, sir. What can I do for you? I need to, um... Hmm. How do I explain this? Uh, you see, I was down here earlier and, um... And you need to get back? Yes, that's right. I need to get back. Go through that door over there and you'll be right back where you started. Okay, thanks a lot. If I don't see you again, all the best. Oh, I expect we'll be seeing each other again before too long. Whoa. So that wasn't a diabetic thing. It's a time travel thing. I've got to remember this place. But for now, I better get back to the conference room. Interesting elevator music. Hey Chuck, how's it going? Stevie, you made it. Yeah, it wasn't that far of a walk from my office. Office? But weren't you just driving in? Well, what are you talking about? Listen, we got a big meeting on the 30th floor today. Uh, are you feeling okay? You look a little pale. Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm just, uh, uh no, I'm, I'm fine. All right. And here we are. <laughs> At least they've got good food, right? Whoa. Can I have everyone's attention, please? Welcome to our annual State of the Company meeting. As you all know, RSK has dominated the home computer market for over 40 years, and there are no signs of that changing. And while the business market has been primarily Microsoft's domain, our long-term licensing agreement with Apple is gaining ground. Now, I know we want to keep this meeting as short as possible. So, without further ado, let's have our longest-serving president make his annual speech. Let's give a big round of applause for... President Dick Adams! Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes, you're too kind. And thank you. It's been an amazing ride. As president of Radio Shack and then as we expanded RSK Corporation, it's been an incredible journey. But we cannot forget the reason we are where we are today. We cannot forget the man whose incredible vision set this company on its meteoric rise against all conventional wisdom, against all odds. When everyone else was watching the bottom line, he doubled down on research and development. When everyone else was unwilling to take a risk, he took the biggest risk of them all. His tragic disappearance while on vacation in 1984 could have sunk this company had he not set us on such a strong path. I have done my best in these intervening years to guide RSK with a steady hand, and I think that I have succeeded. But we cannot, cannot forget the man who made all this possible. Our former president, Mr. Steve Bork. Oh, man, man, I didn't hear any of that before. Nobody can ever get my name right. <laughs> Don't feel bad. He didn't get mine right either. Oh, not man. So the president of Tandy Corporation, Dick Adams. Man, that is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's quite a step up, I'll tell you. Yeah. Stevie, you're too kind. Thank you, thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> that was really good. I, you know what, Bruce? I completely forgot. It's been it's been a while since we recorded. I completely forgot that there was a second part to uh, you and I's um, conversation. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot. It's been a while. Um, that's neat. That's really neat. It's an interesting story, huh? Yeah. Well, why don't you just go on? Let's head on. We are. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just processing right now. It's so much. My, my brain is just. <laughs> we're we're uh, speechless. Yes, How we're do you speechless. <laughs> now, I gotta. Feel? I gotta say, was the uh, was the security guard? Was that you, Richard? I mean, not Richard, but uh, Jason. Jason, you were the security guard, right? Yes, that was that was yeah. that was me. I I was cringe. I, I don't know if anyone was watching. On Your Skype. back was turned. Your back was turned. Cringing during my uh, yeah. performance there. No, it was it good. Was, uh, it was a good uh, uh, good Southern draw. Good Texas accent. Oh, there. You, you did oh a, God! You did no, a great buddy. job. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Barney Barney Fife. <laughs> well, I only had one bullet for my gun, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And you keep it in your pocket. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Ah, so a couple more members of the community in this episode, too. So we heard President Dick Adams. We heard uh, Barney Fife, uh, Jason Reichard. And then we heard Chuck. And that, and we was, heard... that was the whole excuse to buy this. So that was that was my excuse. <laughs> Not that I need one, but to buy a better mic. Like the president of Radio Shack, you were spending more in R&D. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> oh. So, Tan, it, what is it now called? RSK? 
And RSA. so they're they're in a deal with Apple right now, huh? Huh, interesting. That's not the future I'd want to see. <laughs> I want well, to see just wait. I want to see Winders run on a Tandy machine. So, uh. well, just wait. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Think about it. The thing that saved Apple was Microsoft coming in and buying up a bunch of stock, non-voting stock. Mm. Microsoft wouldn't have had the money if they weren't kind of like leading the industry. So with right, Tandy right. leading, right, Apple's in in poor shape. I see. All right, so there's a little we'll bit more. Decimate. There's a little bit more now. So after you listen to the episode, now here's a PDF file to look at. Ooh, here's a news article. The Dallas Fort Wave heat wave of 1980 still seared into the memories. Huh. Yep, I was there. Yeah? <clears throat> oh, yeah. We don't yeah. have to read this word for word, but right. it, the best part is the bold point down below. Okay. So uh, those who still remember Dallas during the summer of 1980 can tell you it was hot. It was 30 years ago this week, but a 42-day string of 100-degree days, the longest that we've had in the region's history. Um, now, another, okay, so some people had theories of that what was causing the heat wave. And so one writer of the mayor's office said the Soviet Union had installed space platforms with laser beams. <laughs> and then another said... This is real stuff, by the this way. This is real stuff, huh? I didn't yeah. make this up. Yeah, I Another didn't one said up. that it was God's wrath at people who were gambling on the outcome of the television show Dallas Who Shot JR episode. Those yeah. gamblers. <laughs> I, I know who shot him. Oh, don't yeah. tell anybody. No spoilers yeah. here. By the way, Stevie, yeah. you know the game Dallas Quest? Yeah. That was supposed to be about who shot JR, ah. but... Um, <clears throat> We uh, the uh, Lomar who produced the show mm -hmm. would have had because it was about him. Mm -hmm. They would have had to share the royalties of the video game with the actor that portrayed him. Ah, he so. was incredibly important to that show, and they gave him everything he wanted. Yeah. So nothing happened in the show without his okay. Gotcha. Merchandising didn't happen without his okay, and. He got paid a lot. There you go. So that's why we didn't do Who Shot JR. Interesting. Yeah, so we're getting some other Tandy Texas trivia here alongside of the Coco Forever. Fact and fiction all happening at the same time here. This is almost like an episode of Fox News. Um, <laughs> all right. So good stuff. Good stuff. Tom C. said that Jason did a great Australian accent there in that episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> he can teach Nick. Yeah. Okay, so now the bonus content on the floppy disk, uh, or disk image anyways, on Coco Forever, Episode 2. Use the up and down arrows. Okay, so we have a Rainbow Magazine here. Look at this. March 1982. Here's a scanned copy of the Rainbow uh, talking about the Color Computer Deluxe Leap Ahead. And there's a little slash shine through the Apple thing there saying, no Apple, Color Computer Deluxe. So down arrow keys. Oh, it has sound, sprites, and more. Oh, my goodness. Say it isn't so. And then it, it wasn't president. so. <laughs> 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 and then the print number, negative two column. 
Uh, you want to read this, Bruce? Or you want me to read it? or uh... You go ahead. You go ahead. All right. So it says, I'd like to think I wasn't the only one caught off guard by the latest version of the color computer. But it seems the new president is determined to challenge both Apple and the PC, dropping both the MC10 and the Tandy 1000 while matching while price matching the C64. In our feature article on page 12, we get under the hood exploring the new hardware, including the 6309 CPU, which in spite of being a clone of the 6809, seems to have a little extra something no one will divulge. The future looks bright for the Coco. Editor, Ronnie Balk. <laughs> <laughs> so a deluxe color computer with a 6309. Wow. And I like how this scrolls like this. This is pretty good. Is that the end of this disc content, or is there any more? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is neat. Is I mean, this there's there's, there's a lot to um, there's a lot to um, to take in here. Um, now, uh, so uh, Tom, okay, Stu M just checking in. Hey, how are you, Stu? It's our friend from the uh, Florida Retro Club. So now we've heard episode zero, episode one, and episode two. And if somebody wants to hear episode three now, they can get it on your website, right? Uh, That's Coco right. For, CocoForever.GraceNote.ca. Um, That's which right, I, yeah. Which I actually, I, I got mine. I've downloaded it. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm looking forward to hearing it after the show because it really is. It's like now, it's like, dude, this is like uh, Netflix. I want to binge. I want more. <laughs> I want I want more Coco Forever. So how many episodes are, are the total show going to be? Uh, 10. It's 0 through 9, though, <laughs> is how they're numbered. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah, 9 is the final episode. Um, it's, it's all written. In fact, all the dialogue is recorded. So it, it is complete in that sense, although I've got a lot of post-production to do for, uh, for episodes 4 through 9. But um, the story, it's all in place. It's all there. It's just, I just have to grind through you know, the soundscapes sound effects and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, making it sound like you're in different places and, and all that sort of thing. So uh, it's all there. And and if you like these twists that we got so far, man, there's just it just they just keep coming. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm almost more interested in seeing all the different names you came up with to reflect. <laughs> the, the <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, the uh, the 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 ad for Sailor Man, big fat guy eating a sandwich, things like yeah, that. All exactly. the names they came up with the parody names. So Steve, oh, that, that, that's the thing with my last name. People get it so wrong that when they do a satire, they still you know hey. <laughs> right. So when, when they're doing it as a satire, they're almost doing it as accurately as people who tried to do it right. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so was this run by Steve Bjork and uh, and Steve Bjork's legal counsel as well? So, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the defense rests. Um, uh, I do want to add that as far as it, it really, truly is multimedia. In that, in a couple of the episodes, there is actual video content for mm. two episodes. Ooh. Real, honest to goodness video with voiceovers carrying the story. Like, so if you miss the video, you're you're missing the story. So All right. those downloads will be just a little bit bigger. Okay. Okay. I like so it, though. What's going to be the uh, – how are you going to release it in the future? Is it going to be like once a month, once every other month, or weekly? 
<laughs> well, I, I don't, I, I'm sure I can't do it weekly. Absolutely not. Um, I'm just going to release them as I get them done. You know, right. You know, uh, as you know. A- ASAP as soon as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, just like spring ish. Spring ish. Well, it's still spring. It is still spring. Yeah. And and do you have a, uh, any any thoughts on a season two if this is successful enough to warrant the work? Uh, someone just mentioned that I think it was Grant just mentioned that earlier. <laughs> it's like season two. I I don't know. Are you going to jump straight to the movie sequel? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. You got to you, well, you see, you got to see how season one ends because. Yeah, you got to see whether that works as a sequel or not. I, I guess you always could make it, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to fool all you guys. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's when the MC10 becomes the ruler, right? shot JR. <laughs> 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 yeah, season two will be the alternate version where the MC10 became the top dog. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That'll so, sell. I'm going to pull up the website one more time just because I want people to be able to see this. So the website is cocoforever.gracenote.ca, and right now you can get, there's four episodes available for download, and um, you've heard three of them here, but, um, you know, this gives you a chance to experience it better, experience it in your headphones and the full high-fidelity sound, and there's definitely some production value going on here. So if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of wanting to hear something in full quality, um, you know, and hearing it in stereo and definitely if you want to support this project and, and say thanks to Bruce for doing something like this, make sure you grab those episodes and, and pick them up um, as you go. So, um, and it, it's a pretty simple process, right? You just go to the website, you click on it, it adds it to your cart. You, when you, you could add them all to your cart in one shot, hit checkout, you pay via PayPal, and then you, and from that same page, your, your confirmation page, you can download them right away from that page, and they're just in zip files. Um, uh, Nick Marota is asking, is this what D Bruce does for a living? Um, <laughs> well, not making audio drama, but you do, you are an audio person, right? You're a musician and a singer and a vocal coach. Yeah. 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 I've gained a lot of skills that I've applied to this, this hobby here. So yeah, no, I don't do this for a living, but, uh, I want to point out with the, um, the other episodes that you've just heard, if you are a collector, and you want to get them, there is bonus, I call them collector's editions, zero through two, because there is bonus content on there that hasn't, you know, we haven't seen yet. And the one the one I like the best, the best bonus content, I think is for episode two, where I, Stevie, I included the script that you and I uh, worked off of for our mm-hmm. phone conversation. Right. Yeah. And so you can see how much was actually improv and how much was BS, <laughs> essentially. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Because uh, a lot some, of what went on there, a lot of went went on there was not scripted. <laughs> right, right, right. I may see my brother stole my joke in chat. Yes, he did. So we need somebody who can do a Liam Nielsen impersonation. And says D. Bruce Moore has a particular set of skills, and I will find you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a particular set of skills. So uh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, production value is great. Um, these are the things for me anyways. I, you know, I notice these kind of things. Like whenever this is what drives me crazy cuz I work on people's PCs and you know, I help people do stuff and whenever I look at some setups, I remember the old computer speakers where the volume knob was on one speaker and you had the which was on the right and then you had the other speaker that was on the left side of the screen. 
And I'd always watch, and everybody had always put that one with the with the knob on the left side of the screen because it was just easier to reach and it was whatever, just made more sense. And I was like, you know, that speaker's on the wrong side of the screen. And when somebody's answer to that is, what's the difference? Then I'm like, well, our conversation is over. I can't talk to you because there's this thing. <laughs> it's called stereo. There's panning. There's positioning. There's thing, different things and different ears. But you and I can no longer hold on this conversation here because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like I remember the first time I put on headphones because I my first radio back when I was a kid. You know, I had a transistor radio, a little hand thing I had with a little metal antenna, and it had one speaker. So the first time I put on headphones and heard stereo for the first time, and it was a classic tune. It was too much time on my hands by Sticks and Tommy Shaw. And you hear that, don't, 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 don't. And each ear was like bouncing back and forth. My mind was blown. I'm like, oh, I can never listen to mono again, you know. So since that day, it's like I appreciate a good stereo production. And you got to hear it in headphones. You got to hear stereo in headphones to really, you know, soak it in. And, and I heard it. It sounded really good. So bravo, Bruce, on how how polished that was, you know. Thanks, thanks. Is if you don't mind me asking, any... yeah, oh, I have a ahead. question. Uh, yeah, you... I was going to ask what what are you using to produce all the audio? What what programs? Uh, I'm using Apple stuff mostly. Mostly, yeah. Uh, so Apple Logic, I'm I'm a record do my recording on that, and I'm with with some you know really good microphones and such, and um, I mean that's the main thing really. I do uh, I do use a Windows program called Reaper, which I use for my mastering. I'm just used to it. So that's just to even, even all the levels out. And, uh, hey, Bruce, uh, yeah. There's a Mac version of Reaper also. I have it on my Mac. Yeah, that's right. There is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, maybe should, good. Yeah, maybe and for the Cocoa stuff, I mean, obviously you're programming the programs yourself. Uh, for drawing the graphics stuff, are you using like Cocoa Max? Are you doing it on a PC and then transferring it over? How does that work? Um, yeah, PC... And then just squishing it, squishing it down and down and down, down to eight bits. And then uh, um, uh, David Ladd actually helped me, showed me how I could flip and in, and the images and put the headers on, so I would actually get the uh, those pages there. And then yeah. I would, I used another program to write the characters across the page. Um, and so then, and then just capture them as as uh, just image bin files, I guess, and just load them up. Um, Later episodes like that 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 wasn't particularly interactive. You just kind of flip pages on on the ones you saw there. But there are later episodes, episodes which actually are act like. Do you remember those old pick a path adventure books? You know, if you want to do yeah, this, choose your own adventure, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually some interaction where you you run the program and say, well, gee, should I do this or should I do this? You know, and then depending on the path you go, it, you kind of get a different, a slightly different feel of the story. So there's some of that in later episodes too. Is 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 it to affect the story greatly? Like you say, if you'd follow this path, skip episode five and go straight to episode six, or? Oh, uh, no, I didn't do anything that drastic. But there are some interesting tidbits of it. Everything everything links in. So I suppose you could potentially miss a little bit of something, but uh, but it does show up at another place in the story. So I expect everybody's going to go and try every path. You know, because that's mm. what I would do, right? So. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it looks like so far your your content that's running on the Cocoa is all Cocoa 1 and 2 compatible. Are you going to be doing any Cocoa 3 specific stuff on later episodes? No, or? no, I, no, I want to leave it all Cocoa compatible for everybody, so. Okay. Yeah. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, and we, we've had about 27, 28 viewers consistently the whole time. So I want to thank everybody who's been here for this. This is truly a treat for me to be able to experience this. Um, I did. I was fortunate enough to be able to hear episode zero and one at um, at Coco Fest. You know, and, and much like a few of us here, I was on a recording session with Bruce. But what we recorded was just, you know, just is it's dead. It's just him and I recording. There was nothing else there. So from what we recorded to what he ended up putting together, it was still for me. It was like hearing it for the first time in in the production. And um, hearing Dick Adams as the president, that was really good. And hearing uh, yeah. Sh Sheriff Jason, the Cocoa Man there, was really good, too. Um, that's cool. So it's really cool how you're doing this and how you're including a lot of the community as voice, quote-unquote, talent. Uh, <laughs> but, again, man, it sounds good. And, and um, I really wish you a lot of luck with this. And, you know, uh, I hope... I hope people um, in droves start downloading this because this will become next to the Switcheroo, the hottest selling cocoa product of 2018. <laughs> um, so, which, by the way, we should probably run a Switcheroo commercial. It's been, we've been going an hour and a half without a Switcheroo commercial. The world needs a Switcheroo commercial. So let's just do that right now. Switcheroo. The RGB discard solution for the Color Computer 3. Use your Coco with a modern display. Go from RGB to composite with just the flip of a switch. The Switcheroo. Artifact colors do not work in Australia. Hashtag irony. Coco3scartcable.com. <laughs> there you have it. And we need to thank Ken. Can make it. Ken Reichert. Can he make it? Like Bob the Builder? Yes, he can. He can make commercials too. So uh, that is pretty awesome. So we're going to do two more things and then we're going to take a commercial break and then we'll come back. But we're at an hour and a half. We'll probably have about a two hour show today. Um, so let me do this before we get into recognizing our sponsors. And by the way, anybody else who wants to chime in with feedback, comments, criticism, praise, um, constructive criticism for Bruce Moore and his predictions, by all means, please do. Predictions, too. I'd also like to hear if somebody can figure out what the heck ha what happened. Ooh, good. What anybody? happened, or how did it happen, or any, you know, like what, what went on there? Anybody, anybody know? Anybody figure out what could have possibly What do you guys right? think? <laughs> it's a magic elevator. It's a magic He's dreaming. He's dreaming. I mean, that's, yeah, that's when, when I heard it at Coco Fest, my first thought was, okay, well, the guy bumped his head and he's, mm -hmm. he's diabetic. So this could be uh, a dream, you know, hallucination. It could be. But we really don't know, right? Maybe so. it's some uh, imitation knockoff uh, insulin. <laughs> <laughs> that funky 60s insulin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, anybody else's predictions? I hadn't really thought about trying to predict Fat Party because I didn't know what was happening. Cause I hadn't, this is the first I've heard of any of it, so I haven't have, mm. haven't had time to formulate any predictions yet. I'll, I'll think of something yeah. for next week, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I just kind of distracted by Bruce's large beverage he has there. <laughs> Jules. <laughs> I reckon David Ladd's got something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wrecked the timeline. 
Mm. Uh, David Ladd mm. broke the space-time continuum. What did David break this week? The universe. <laughs> I guess one thing I, I might suggest, and that it's probably totally wrong, but uh, just the fact that the caretaker is kind of like the train master in the Matrix, that this could be a simulation thing that he's in. Mm. 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 I like that. I like that. And, and anybody who's heard teaser trailer three has heard David Ladd's voice. So yes. just keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh, you know, David Rad. Like, yeah. Oh, I like breaking things. <laughs> <laughs> Life has been a dream. <laughs> I didn't know if that was part of the show or if that's just him talking in real life. Because that's yeah. thing. <laughs> this is an Andy Warhol See, moment here. See, if you want to hear David Ladd on Coco Forever, you gotta buy, you got to buy the episodes. That's that. First one's free, kids. So uh, <laughs> after that, you're hooked. Um, and our friend Diego from South America says, Bruce, thanks for making the price South American friendly. Yes, there you go. Oh, so, is it? Good. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee uh, for this episode. So good stuff, good times. All right, let me switch over to something real quick. I want to share some numbers with you guys. So right now, and these numbers were captured around 9, 10 o'clock this morning, so they could be plus or minus four. But our, our total downloads on the Coco Talk podcast, this is both audio and video episodes, and this is lifetime, but we're at 8,400 downloads, so that's pretty good. I would have to say thank you for everyone who has listened to that. Now, last week we did two shows all right, in the same day, so we did a Coco Talk and we did a Coco Talk After Dark. So the episode of Coco Talk as of this morning had 121 views, and that's lower than usual because we averaged about 150, but we're now in this you know, giving audio and video and everything the same day mode. So then we had um, 49 audio downloads, 72 video downloads for a total consumption of 242 consumptions. I think the week before that we had about 310. So we're about on par. And then when you look at the numbers for Coco Talk After Dark, the uh, replay of that video, which actually started off as a YouTube live stream, but the video replay got 98, and then there was audio downloads, video downloads for a total of 233. But when you add up both shows from last week, we had 475 consumptions from last week's content. So that's not bad, right? Yeah, and I'm surprised that the video one has already taken off higher than the audio one this quick. Yeah, yeah. So vid now, here's the thing you have to realize is that, listen, all we're doing is we're, we're tracking these numbers because these are all we have to track. But when it comes to YouTube and podcasts, a view, I mean, if somebody views for two seconds or 20 seconds, it's still considered a view. Does that mean they sat there for, for the three hours? It's hard to say. What I do know is, is I'm looking at my live stream right now, and we're an hour and 40 minutes in, and there's been 27 people watching us live the whole time. So that, those numbers don't lie. These numbers here, it's really, they literally are just numbers. So like a download on a podcast. They could have just downloaded it and never listened to it. It could be sitting in somebody's device. So we don't know if they're being listened to, but these are the only numbers we have, right? But still, I think these are respectable numbers, right? So 475. Now, because I, I want to say that when you look at when we did the Coco Talk After Dark live on Facebook, it got 522 views. 
um, to date, which 1.4 thousand minutes, which is averages about two minutes per view of those um, 500 views. So I don't necessarily know how well I trust the Facebook numbers at all, but I think the YouTube numbers are pretty reliable. I don't know how to qualify podcast numbers, but you know, they're the only numbers we have. But anyways, I think the numbers are nice. They're respectable. I appreciate the fact that people are watching our show. So I just want to say thank you there. Anybody got anything they want to chime in on that? No, other than my my view of the the fact that the video version of the podcast, which you literally just started a couple of weeks ago, is right. already ahead of the audio one. That, that, that is a surprise to me. Yeah, and then there's what? Coco TV, and there's Coco TV, and we have, uh, and we have no way to know what those views are. No. I don't even I don't even know that Roger has an easy way. Apparently, Roku makes nothing easy for anybody. So, um, so that <laughs> is what it is. So. But we'll take a quick moment here to recognize our sponsors, and then we'll take a commercial break, and then we'll come back. So we know our sponsors. We are talking about people who contribute to the community, and we want to recognize and thank them. So let's not forget about the Coco VGA project at CocoVGA.com. Even though he trolls, he's actually got products on his website now. So Richard Lorbieski and Boyson Tech at BoysonTech.com. Check them out. When you need quality products, you're going to go over to Retro Innovations at go4retro.com. If you want to make a self-booting SD card like a ROM pack, you can go to sdpack.com. If you haven't already gotten a switcheroo cable, and shame on you if you haven't, you can go to cocoman.biz or coco3scartcable.com. We are on uh, Coco TV on Roku live and for replay. If you want to get some merchandise, some retro swag, you can go to 8bit256.com. If you need to find out more about the color computer, that's imacoconut.com. Coco Talk, uh, uh, as a as a podcast, you can reach us on the internet at cocotalk.live for email, for feedback, and ways to reach us on Facebook and, and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So cocotalk.live is where you can go for everything to dealing with this show. And let's not forget the Coco Crew podcast at cococrew.org, the show that started it all. And last but not least, our good friend Brian Joyce, Nick's neighbor in Australia at Extractors Productions at fd501.com. Not bad for getting through that real quick, right? All right, so we're going to take another minute and a half commercial break so everybody um, can go potty, and we'll be back, and we'll talk about maybe a couple more things, but I do want to keep this episode short and sweet today, just kind of basking in the glow of cocoa forever. If we feel like we got to have more cowbell and we want to talk more cocoa, then we can agree to have a cocoa talk after dark tonight later on. Uh, so we'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. Hi, this is Dale Lear, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Plans after school. You know what Elliot's going to do? Jeff, too. Elliot's at work on a book report using Scripsit on Radio Shack's Color Computer 3. It hooks up to his TV. And Jeff's at his Radio Shack Color Computer 3 playing the newest football game. But wait, what's Elliot doing playing new Super Pitfall? And Jeff's having a blast with a new math tutor. You never know what you might try with more than 100 programs for fun and learning. Radio Shack's Color Computer 3 comes with everything you see here. Other items each sold separately, only at Radio Shack. Hey, this is Bruce Moore, author of Force of Doom, and you're watching the original gamer, Stevie Stroke. Only the bravest souls enter. Only the most cunning return. Defeat innumerable monsters to ransom the king's scepter, stolen by the evil wizard. 
Your sword, shield, and wits are your only allies. Pray you find a magical inn as your only respite in the forest of doom. For the tiny color computer, one, two, and three. November 2017, if you dare. My fellow Americans, Australians, Canadians, Europeans, and all of you ands, I'm calling on all y'all to help us make the world great again by visiting the Retro Swag Shop at 8bit256.com where you can get yourself a coffee mug like this with a little cute cartoon character that says, I'm a cocoa nut. You could also get yourself a coffee mug like this with a color computer three that says, I'm a cocoa nut. You could get yourself a, a deluxe travel mug like this with the Coco Talk logo on it. You might even be able to get yourself a DVD like this with over two hours of gameplay. Goodness, it is time for us to rise up and make the world great again by enjoying some quality retro merchandise and Coco nostalgia. So please visit 8bit256.com and let's make the world great for the color computer. Thank you very much. It's a Radio Shack Merry Christmas. Oh, I remember that Christmas. Dad gave me my first shortwave radio from Radio Shack. What memories. This Christmas, we got our son's color computer three from Radio Shack. It hooks right up to our TV and was on sale for less than $130. The color computer three makes learning fun. Jimmy even lets me use it for word processing. When he isn't playing computer games. Lucky I still got my shortwave. Save $70 on the sale-priced color computer three, only at Radio Shack. All right, we're back. We're live. Episode 62, the world premiere, the launch party of Coco Forever by Bruce Moore. Um, Brian Joyce says, great stuff, Bruce. You've put a lot of work in with Coco Forever. Thank you. Yes, uh, he has. Yes, and speaking of putting in a lot of work, Brian Joyce has too. So Brian creates a lot of bonus content for us. So, yeah, I want to give a quick shout out. So, um you know, we gotta say, like we're the the Coco crew, very lucky to have Myro because he is a, just a one man army when it comes to creating music and parodies and commercials and mock commercials and you know. So the guy's Myro, a machine. He, he is multi talented, and uh, we're very luck lucky to have um, him creating that stuff for us all. Um, where there there is only one Myro, but uh, we have a lot of people creating lots of great content here too. So Bruce Moore has been creating stuff for us, and uh, Brian Joyce has created stuff for us, and now Ken Reichert. I don't know if you guys saw some of those bumpers, like the little Super Friends things and the little Mighty Python feet stamping and stuff like that. So um, we got lots of content. So I want to say thank you to everybody who is helping make this show a better show. It's definitely a show for the people by the people right and i also need to recognize jim gary who's been with us silently for a while hey jim hi can you hear me yeah we can hear you fine i know you kind of came in a while ago i added you to the call but uh hi. but yeah hi how are you good thanks uh can't get the video working on my machine but uh i'm hearing audio for the first time or maybe the second time i guess okay Nick Marotta says he likes the Super Friends ones, too. So good job, Ken. Ken's making some good stuff. Um, yeah. No, so this was great. And 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 um, 
Uh, oh, yeah, Nick says, I also like the after these messages will be right back. Yeah, so I, I lifted those off of somebody's YouTube channel somewhere. So, uh, <laughs> And they lifted them off of somebody's VHS tape somewhere else. So, And, and I told a friend, and they tell two friends and so on. Um, so what's going on, guys? How is everybody feeling right now? Anybody's head still spinning from this whole story and this what's going on here and with Chuck and, and time travel and all kinds of stuff? I'm trying to figure out who Mamas and Papas is. Mamas and Papas? Yeah, the John, the group? John Phillips. Never heard yeah. of him. That's a singer from um, oh, the Mamas, Mamas and, Papas. and the Papas. Papas. Yeah, they used to sing songs oh. back in the 60s, right? Okay. Monday, Monday. That song. Yeah, on July 31st, he was arrested. The same day the Coca launch, he was arrested, I think, or something, right? Yeah, that's yeah. his bonus content. Oh, you're looking at the bonus content for those of us who have purchased the uh, deluxe collector's edition of Coco Forever. Yeah, like, oh, here. oh, so Curtis is bringing up Coco Cat number two, number three. My cat's down here. He's another interesting piece of trivia: is the space shuttle didn't feet. go up yet. Oh, the space shuttle had not launched yet in 1980. Not in 1980, nope. In 81, uh, it went up. Here's my Coco Cat. Here's Mr. Gizmo Man. Gizmo. So he's been down here at my feet. Why? Is Curtis, everybody just anti, anti dogs? No, my dogs. I have a dog too. But I can't pick my dog up. It's an 80 pound pit bull. So not exactly a lap dog. <laughs> uh, he'll pick you up instead. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> just bring, you know, bring Stevie in his teeth and drop him off in the chair. <laughs> okay, There's Jason's there Coco Cat. There we go. There's so, Rocky. Yep. So we've officially had four cats on the show. It's, it's an episode. Um, excellent, and we're still holding strong. We have 29 live viewers right now, so thank you all for being here. Um, so I know I wanted to do a light show as far as other stuff, but anything else you guys want to say before we start to wrap things up as far as uh, Bruce and the community and everything else? Oh, hey, this is what we need to do. How about we talk about uh, Tandy Assembly real quick? Did Tandy Assembly? announce their room rates i think they did right and maybe they're going to check the website to see if they're on there so i'm going to go to tandyassembly.com so uh last week we kind of had a little thing saying hey we should you know i want to figure out what we're going to talk about each week and some weeks we don't know what we're going to talk about we definitely knew what we were talking about this week with coco forever um so sponsors venue so when you click on Venue, Marriott Springfield, check back for special roommates. The roommates were announced on social media. What was it, about 129 or something like that? I think it was 119. 119. So not bad. And luckily, um, Grant got a slightly better rate because of his uh, disability, having a sex change and everything. So, uh, <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> uh, You got the LBGTQRSTV. <laughs> I am so going to kick his ass. Now I want a BLT. (laughs) (laughs) So tandyassembly.com. So after Cocoa Fest, if you're going to go to a VCF, we got VCF Midwest is coming up in August or September? September, right, Grant? Uh, Yes, September. So VCF Midwest will be in September, and Tandy Assembly is going to be November 10th and 11th, Springfield, Ohio, at so just, the Marriott. Yeah, just make sure you don't start any kind of rivalry with the trash talkers. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you're you're I, forewarned. Again, that, that was definitely yeah, improv. Because he, in, the pop, in the parking lot. When you, when you sit here and ask me whatever happened to Tandy Assembly, what am I supposed to do here on short notice, you know? So... <laughs> 
There's the Coco Man's Coco Cat. So yeah, it's it's a cat filled episode. Um, yeah. So our after dark. So uh, Brian says after dark would be lunchtime for the Aussies. So. <laughs> Hey, we'll get a cat-friendly video rating out of this. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so uh, what else do we want to talk about today? In the panel, anybody want to talk about anything? Uh, people watching us live, anything you want to chime in for us to to comment on? Anyone? Anyone? I got a, I got a 48th place in a 68 games uh, contest uh, for my um, Kinder Morgan text adventure. Oh, wow. That's got to really a- help your ego. Yeah, well, was, I mean, you know, going up against Java and other kinds of modern. Uh, oh, oh, well, that changes uh, too. So it's, engines, it's, you know, it's it's not all retro then stuff, huh? No, no, it was like okay. uh, modern day. Uh, oh, uh, text modern day adventure games of any sort, so 3D anything. Way so, Microcolor hey. Basics still going. Awesome. Wow. Hey, Jim. So let me ask you a question, and, and maybe we got Bruce here too. I just thought of a topic. Because I've I've got a project, you know, and I'm running out of time for my project, which I'm doing in basic. But I have a hard time finding motivation to stay on a project because I get attracted by shiny objects and I've got TV and I've got uh, Minecraft, you know, I've got the Internet, you know. So, uh, squirrel. So how do you guys stay on target when it comes to let's do this project and... uh, and let me just keep doing it. And Jim Gary, you crank out a game an hour, it seems like. So how do you do it? Uh, I, I'm just, I'm addicted to coding. It's like, uh, it's like uh, being a, it's like being a knitter, you know, I just do it. Uh, I think in Stevie's case, it'd have to be whips and chains or something like that. Line. <laughs> and I don't like playing games. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I That's... make the thing, I test the thing and then it's gone. And then I have to go on to some other project, so. Wow. The first step is admitting that you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Bruce? Because this is this is more than just coding. This is a lot of extracurricular production here. So how do you see, because you've got a job, you've got a family, you've got a life, um, and you're working on this. How how do you prioritize and manage and and get projects done? Just forego sleep? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I probably uh, I'd spend more uh, more time on it than I should, really, okay. considering everything else I got to do. But um, uh, I just I think I came to realize a little while ago that I I really I'm a storyteller. That's when I would make games and all that. It's it's got to be there's got to be a story. It's not just yeah. It's 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 all about the story. So Forest of Doom has all the backstory and the book and all that. And this mm-hmm. this is just another way of telling a story okay. and um and i just yeah i just i love telling stories and uh, i love good storytelling and i just want to go for it and and there's there was just too much fodder here in the coco community not to do this right right <laughs> yeah because these questions come up all the time you know we 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 as people like you know you got people like uh richard and jim brain and, and jason and everybody who's making hardware and, and, and I mean, times have changed, so it's 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 much more quicker and less expensive to have a circuit board produced for you. But we we live in a time now where people can make things that are better than existed back then, and so the question does come up: is why why didn't we? You know, and, and why did Tandy do that, or why didn't Tandy do that? We ask these questions all the time, and now you're exploring it in a fictional setting, which is cool. 
Um, and yeah, I'm definitely hooked. I'm hooked on this. And when we're done today, I'm going to listen to episode three. And uh, now I'm going to find myself, much like before we had this show, when we listen to the Coco Crew, when you're after, you know, four hours is done, you're like, well, damn, I got 29 days to wait for another episode. You know, where's my fix? <laughs> so now I have a feeling that after I listen to episode three of Coco Forever, I'm going to be like, all right, Bruce. Hey, nobody bother Bruce. Bruce has got to get another episode done. you got to crack these things out. Nobody talk to Bruce. You're, you're <laughs> <laughs> Cut me off. <laughs> Steve, if you really want to motivate your programming uh, project, uh, just sponsor some kind of uh, programming contest or get join a contest or something like that. That can motivate you. Mm, like yeah, Retro exactly. Challenge, you know, you ever seen the Retro Challenge? Yeah, yeah. I, um, You know, it's weird. It's um, Time management has always been something I've struggled with, but I always say, I've always been saying, you know, uh, I've been to three Cocoa Fest. I'm like, I want to have a Cocoa project to bring to a Cocoa Fest. And and um you know making the dvds it's okay but that's not i don't know if that's really a project i think this year though uh bringing the coco fest or excuse me bringing the coco talk dvds to coco fest i think coco talk kind of is a project you know because it's happening every week it's been happening Mm -hmm. for a year it's a thing it's a thing that's continuing so i will pat myself on the back for at least staying committed to this i will say i'm a slacker when it comes to everything else but at least I've been able to do this, with the exception of the few times that Greg took over. Um, that um, you know, at least I've been able to keep this going. So this is this show is kind of like my baby, and um, and I'm I'm glad that we're all here to do it. So if while I'm complaining, I'm not doing other things. I guess I should acknowledge this, right? Um, but I've always wanted to say, well, I want to bring something to Coco Fest. I want to bring a, a game or a program, or and it's not going to be hardware anytime soon. So I didn't make it this year, but I'm hoping by um, VCF. But, dude, we're in June. VC, I got three months. I got a lot to do to have a playable demo in three months on this crappy game of mine. So I got to get cracking. Uh, and then hopefully Tandy Assembly, you know. So um, it's uh, for me, I find it really hard to force my – and, like, my programming and basic series is another one. I'm, like, three episodes away from finishing that book and finishing that series. And there are people posting comments all the time saying, dude – when are we going to get another episode? There are people who actually <laughs> want to see it. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want to sit down in front of that green screen in 10, 20, 30. You know, it's just like I feel like I'm forcing myself against my will to work on the cocoa. And it's a, it's a mental block. I have to figure out a way to get past. Steve, Steve, Steve. There is a secret to okay. all this. All I've right. been doing it for 45 years. <laughs> the master is going to reveal. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Right. That's really the key is that you've got a certain goal you're going for. Go for a realistic goal Mm -hmm. and just stick to that goal and keep the goal simple. Now, in doing a game, what you can do is have multiple elements that are your goal for the game. Just something where you can move the ship. Then you can Mm -hmm. have shots fired. Just Mm -hmm. create little goals and move along. But that's the key is a goal. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you get overwhelmed if you try yeah. to bite it all yeah. at once. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of, I kind of, in my mind, have this game broken into those baby step goals. But I find the hardest part is I feel like I have to force myself to sit in front of the emulator to start working on it because I'm just not that interested. I mean, I'm interested in the results, but I'm not interested in the process. It feels like work, you know. Mm-hmm. Is that well, just it, it is using work. 
you're using the edit command on the actual Coco uh, basic um, to, a, to a degree, but I'm actually also now, just as of recently, um, and just before Bruce showed off the Phoenix IDE, um, I am working on something that um, John Strong had given me, which is, um, it's not quite an IDE, but it does let me um, use a text editor to edit the program. Mm. And then, um, so it's, so it's not, it's not quite notepad, but it's notepad ish, but it's John's program. Mm. But, but I can, um, type on a real, real PC keyboard and I can copy and paste and undo and things like that. So, um, the only that thing makes that makes a I, big difference, you know, if oh, you don't oh, have yeah. to use edit. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 That, that was liberated that, me from coding on basic for, uh, yeah. And that's, weeks. and that's only just recently. I've only had that for a few weeks now. And, and I actually, that I, I wanted that. I, I was asking for help with that because I had two different programs. I had my main program that had my font routine and, and, you know, text print routine that were two different programs. And so this was allowing me to kind of copy and paste those two programs into one. Um, made life a heck of a lot easier. Um, so I, I, I don't know what it is right now, but I know, and like, I think you, you said something good there, Steve. It is a little bit overwhelming because I know there's a lot I need to do. I do have it broken down into chunks. Like I write, you know, my first step was fire laser. I have that move left and right. I have that animate the enemies. I have that. My next step is get enemies to drop bombs. And that's my next task. And well, you, uh, Steve, seriously, you really, what you are trying, you know what your end goal is. Your end goal is not to write this game in basic, but write in assembly. Right, right. I right. would actually say drop the basic and start writing in assembly because that's closer to your end goal. More okay. of a reward system then. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're writing this thing in basic and go, oh, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, let's put it this way. The only time you do crap is when you're sitting on the toilet and that's it. <laughs> you, you, you can't program crap right i'm sorry to say there are times the basic is good for stuff but i've seen what you're trying to do for a game and really assembly language is the best for it so i would actually sit there and say make the goal to learn assembly language and just make simple things like okay i know i'm going to need to fire a shot in the game why don't i just make an assembly language program that fires a shot doesn't do anything else. It just goes through and plays that. Oh, so and, you're talking about like assembly routines I can call from the basic program? No, I'm talking about doing an assembly in the first place. Oh, okay. Oh, so writing little miniature assembly programs to learn logistics of the different pieces and then put them all together into a game. Make make you, your game episodic. Exactly. Episodic. <laughs> um, Episode one, moving the ship. Yes. Yep. Um no, this is this is these are. I mean, I know because I know, did we lose Nick? And then Nick's here, so yeah, and, you know. And Nick, you're working on a pretty ad ambitious project, and you are doing a sound routine, um, you know, music composer, and all kinds of stuff. So, um, and, and, and it's another project. Yeah, it's a project which I don't understand a lot about the whole music thing. So it's a learning process at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's as Steve says, you've got to break it down. Look at only a, a, a small target, aim for that, do that, and then move on to the next one. Gradually, mm -hmm. uh, at the end of it all, you build up a, uh, a whole program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we need to start teaching assembly right now. Okay. Before you go any further. I mean, really, seriously. Uh, okay, so realistically, me being the moron that I am, 
and I have about three months. Could I learn enough about assembly to write a proof of concept, not a, necessarily a full game, but a playable demo? Is that realistic to learn assembly and make a playable demo in three months? It depends on how much time you were willing to put into it. Okay. Fair Seriously. Enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. All right. So I don't want to. I don't want to take too much time away from the glory and magnificence that has been uh, Coco Forever today. Uh, so if we want to talk more stuff tonight, is anybody willing and able and interested to do a Coco Talk After Dark tonight? Sure. Depends on how much the pay is. Uh, and it better be more than that damn unicorn. Uh, okay, we're gonna. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're going to pay you in Coco Forever episodes. So, <laughs> um, all right, so we can hey, talk Steve, about that. Yeah. Steve, you're never going to touch that program again, are you now? <laughs> My program? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I'm thinking as soon as we hang up, I'm going to get back to it. And and my, oh. my plan was to always end up doing it in assembly, but I figured I wanted to hash it out in basic. I want to make it work in basic even if it's slow. So, so step one, have a playable demo or playable game in basic. Step two, run it through a compiler to see the speed ups. And then step three, learn assembly and do it that way. But we'll figure it out. Um, so Paul Fiscarelli says yes to a Coco Talk After Dark. Extractus Production says yes to a Coco Talk After Dark. Uh, of course, are you guys willing to be on the show? Or are you just willing to watch the show? Because we're going to need somebody else. Last week, I was really starting to say, man, it's dude, it's like five minutes before we're going live. Nobody's in Discord <laughs> saying they're going to be on the show. Is anybody going to show up? And luckily, um, Steve Bjork was there. Um, uh, Grant, were you, were you there, Grant? I don't remember. It was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And and uh, and uh, Auntie M was there, and Toto was there, and so yeah. yeah. It turned out to be a good show. Yeah, it turned out to be a good show. And then, ironically, Jim Brain came in and was very intelligent sounding. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. Now I Jim always. <laughs> Jim always, uh, you know, when you know when Jim starts talking, you know, knowledge just follows that. So. Um, hey, we, Steve. Yeah. We can make your mind blow tonight. What we can do. A la like David, I could sit there and give you a 10-minute lesson on assembly, and then your mind will go boom. Well, should I? I mean, if you, I mean, uh, that might not be a bad idea where I can even open up an editor assembler or something and um, mm -hmm. and and try a sample program. Uh, yeah. Now I need now I need to find an editor assembler. So maybe that's the topic for tonight: assembly live without a net. Oh, oh no 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 no. <laughs> No, no, we got to do theory first. Oh, theory. We have All to, right. because basic, you know, there's a certain way you design things in basic. Well, with assembly, you got to think in those terms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. So we got to do, do, we have to lay a foundation or that house is like just going to gonna crumble. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Well, that's Absolutely. always. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll 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 continue that. All right. So it's been it's been two hours. So right now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run the first set of outros. Then we'll have our post-closing mini discussion, and then we'll have our bonus content. We'll wrap it up, and then so hopefully tonight at 9 p.m. Florida time, which is about five hours from now, we'll be back for more Coco Talk After Dark, and I will multi-stream that to both Facebook and YouTube, simultasting and uh, whatever. Uh, Ron Delvaux, anything you want to yes. play us out with? Anything you want to say? Closing thoughts? Well, the only thing I did do uh, recently was programming-wise was to uh, this. And I don't know if you can tell what it is, but I uh, played with my auto exec file. Oh, nice. Mm. And oh, made a, uh, a little marquee. 
Yeah. Max Doss from Ron Delvo's garage, loading Coke yeah. SDC. And it um, tells me what CPU's installed. Oh, if I neat. take it from computer to computer. Okay. And knew how much memory was in there, too. Oh, that's cool. Like a little bio screen, like, you know, yeah. 512K RAM installed. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, I stole I stole a program from uh, Hot Cocoa. Okay. And then and then I took the CPU ID program and merged them together. Awesome. And it, it took me about seven hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Not that long. But you All got right. it done. Yeah, I did it. Grant Leedy, any parting thoughts? I'll be looking to see you guys this evening. All right. Mark D. Overholzer, words of wisdom. Me? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'll try to be here tonight. What is that in the background? Where? Over your shoulder. Oh, that cocoa? That ain't a cocoa. <laughs> it, it fell off. It's like, it's like an out. Cocoa fell off. J- Jason the Cocoa Man, any parting thoughts before we move on and this train wreck? Um... Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to join you this evening, but uh, okay, that's fine. Other than other than that, uh, no, I, I think I'm I think I'm good. Yeah, and well, actually, I, if I do, I'll show up late. But I have I have something I'm going to tonight, so uh, if I do, I'll be uh, it'll be later. Coco Man's ball. Yeah, I'm wearing my after dark shirt, so yes, tonight will be Coco Talk after dark. Um, yeah, and Jim Gary, thanks for being here. Anything you want to say hi and bye to the world? Oh, I got your T-shirt from your uh, store there. Thanks. It's purple, blue, I guess. Beautiful, but was that the MC10 shirt? No. (laughs) 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 Hey, I might drop by tonight. Oh, good. That's good. What time? Retro Innovations just showed up. Ah, is it still on? Let this misery mercifully end. He says. Curtis Boyle, parting thoughts for this afternoon. Well, I think Jim should order the MC10 shirt and send it to Steve, but. Actually, there there is one in uh, the planning stages. So the artist who does that is uh, Joel Adams, who is the son of Rick Adams. And so I have given Joel some ideas for future um, shirt ideas for logos and artwork. That and so MC10 is is on the list of things. But you know, he's wow, we're hitting the big leagues. You nice. know, we just might. <laughs> Uh, Might Nick have Nakuda Mar- drawn screenshot of one of Jim's games too. <laughs> Nick Morentes, parting thoughts. Uh, uh, no, nothing from the land down under. Will you be able to join yeah. us later tonight in about five hours? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I've got to go paint a toilet actually in <laughs> oh, <wow>. Jim's house. <laughs> right. Is that a euphemism? Does it have water? Contracting out to cheaper Australian labor. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think that Is I think that was the. the uh, <laughs> I thought what I thought that was the nickname for our episode of Floppy Talk was. Uh... <laughs> Whoa! Is it a nice so, toilet like Curtis's? A uh, uh, what? Well, Curtis has got one of those ones that shoots water, you know, and cleans your butt for you. <laughs> the, 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 no. ba- the backside wish, cleansing no device. No, no. Unless the plumbing no. breaks. Right. <laughs> then it becomes a launcher. Yeah, we're, I think we're getting a head start on After Dark already. Uh, okay. <laughs> sneak preview. Steve Bjork, parting thoughts, words of wisdom, plugs. Oh, this show's going in the crapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even After Dark. Had to mention it. Yes. Going? 
I thought it was already there, but did did I did I pass by you, Curtis? Did I give you a chance to say? It? No, I talked. I, Bruce, you didn't. I don't think talk. Okay, well, I'm saving the best <laughs> for last. Uh, anything else, Steve? Nope. All right. Steve, do you, do I'm just looking on? forward to blowing your mind later. Ah, yes. All right. Do you have a to- you- toilet flushing sound? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, there we go. And last but certainly not least, we have Bruce Moore and Jacob Moore, some of the creators of Coco Forever. This this episode of Coco Talk is dedicated to Coco Forever. Uh, how did it go, Bruce? Did we uh, did we meet your expectations on uh, reactions? Oh well, it, it went well. It's it's the sort of thing that that like Curtis said, you have to actually sit in it for a while. There's a lot of detail in that story, and it's not accidental. There's a lot of stuff going on, and and you really need to continue on in the story for it to all to start fit together. Right now, it's just a. Like the characters said, what what the hell just happened here, you know? <laughs> and uh, episode three starts to explore that. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's been great. I, I really appreciate being able to launch on Coco Talk. And, and you guys have been, you know, a lot of you guys have helped me with this and, uh, and helped inspire a lot of this, actually, so much of it. And uh, like I say, I like telling stories. So I hope you guys all enjoy it. Excellent. And we appreciate you making this for us. This is the the newest thing to hit the oldest computer on the planet, it seems, you know. So, and involving uh, a lot of us, that's that's a nice thing, too. Yeah, we actually get to be yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right. Well, here's now back fa- to work. Yeah, here's, fa- here's phase one of the closing credits, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back. This is not the end. This is only the beginning of the end. This concludes another episode of Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things Coco Talk, visit us on the web at cocotalk.live. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to cocotalk at cocotalk.live. If you love the color computer like we do, then visit imacoconut.com for all your color computer links needs. Consider supporting the show with a purchase of merchandise from our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, visit the Patreon link on our site at cocotalk.live. Coco Talk would not exist without the community and its cast and crew. Thanks go to Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Mark Overholzer, Grant Leedy, Bruce Moore, Nick Morentes, Ron Delvoe, Rick Adams, Jason Riker, Richard Lorbieski, Jim Brain, Karen Anscombe, Simon Jonason, Wayne Campbell, Steve Batson, Brian Joyce, John Strong, and Barry Nelson. Special thanks to Steve Bjork for production suggestions and Brian Joyce for our best of episodes and bonus content. Please help support the Coco community by visiting some of its contributors. The Coco Crew podcast at cococrew.org. Glenside Color Computer Club, host of Coco Fest at glensideccc.com. Jim Brain and Retro Innovations at go, the number four, retro.com. Tandy Assembly at tandyassembly.com. Boyson Technologies at B-O-Y-S-O-N tech.com. Get your own switcheroo at cocoman.biz and Cloud9 Technologies at cloud, the number nine, tech.com. Coco Talk is hosted by Steve Strobridge, co-hosts, technical directors, segment hosts, and producers, Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Grant Leedy, 
Mark Overholzer, Ron Delvo, and Jason Reichert. Production motivation, Steve Bjork. The Coco Talk theme song is Copyright 2008 by D. Bruce Moore and Greg Shalar. Mix, mastered, and produced by D. Bruce Moore. Coco forever, people. And let's not forget a very special thank you to Roger Taylor for getting us on the Coco TV channel on Roku. I forgot to mention the um, the Coco Talk theme song was the elevator music. How funny was that, right? Yeah, I think Bruce even mentioned it in a casual aside. Yeah, sneaky yeah. little bits there. Yeah, it was kind of funny because it's like you got to think. So the uh, so what are we in now? Right now we're in the twenty seventh Coco Fest. So this is the fortieth. So thirteen years from now, right? Um, this would be considered maybe elevator music, you know. I mean, I still think it's a rockin' tune, it's a jammin' tune, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, even right now in an elevator somewhere, they're probably playing Led Zeppelin, you know. So, um, just the Muzak version of that. So, I forgot to mention. I thought that was kind of cool here in the Coco. Well, it was Bruce's song before it was ours, but yeah, it was kind of cool to hear that in the elevator. Um, did I say Greg's name right? Is it Greg Shilar or Shilar or? Sheeler. Sheeler. I'm going to have to re-record that. Sheeler. And so was Greg another fellow musician with you on that track? Um, yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a rocking tune. It's a rocking tune. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the plan is for all of you who are watching us, uh, tune back in in about five hours for Coco Talk After Dark around 9 p.m.-ish Florida time. And uh, any other th- anything else before we go to the bonus outro Post credits bonus material here. All right, well, here we go. Here we go. Hi, this is Antonio Jimenez, author of such projects such as the Stevie Throw Devil and the SD Pack, and you are watching Coco Talk. Three, two, go. Okay. You're rolling, Curtis. You say whatever the hell you want to say. Well, give me some kind of guideline. Um, hi, this is Curtis Boyle. Hey, this is Eric, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Alright, we're rolling. You say whatever you want to say, David. Nation, world, sweetie. Weekly, any computer. Something like that. Hi, I'm Tim. Playing Dagger is like that idiot from the book. You're watching Coco Talk. Thank you, David. Now get back up there for one second. Oh, jeez. What? Let's, let's get some drive wire, TTL, no. ESP. No, we don't need any drive wire or TTL. <laughs> Hi, it's Chris Boyle, part of the uh, Coco Talk crew of people. Hi, we're on Delbo Timberman. I guess I'll to uh, experience Coco Fest. You must come. I brought the only working Pepsi 10. I could not get it. I could not get it. Ah. By certain someone you know. The world's leading weekly Coco Talk Show. Yeah, something like that. Hi, this is Rick Adams, and I'm the author of uh, Temple of Bronze, Shanghai, and now Bomb Threat, and you're listening to Stephen Stroke on Coco Talk. 8 slot MPI. You know, floppy drive, Coco SDC, um, sound speech pack, orchestra 90, RS-232 pack, modem pack, uh, super IDE. You start adding all those 
together if you want them all usable at the same time. Well, guess what? You just went over the four slot MPI. Oh, man. No truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and there is, uh, there is moral implications. So we're talking about time and space-time continuum. If you go over the four-slot limit of the MPI, there, is, uh, there are consequences to contend with. So we don't want that to happen. That's All what right. caused a space-time rupture with that <laughs> sentiment. Yeah. Thanks. You just solved it. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, Bruce Moore. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you for the 28, 29 people who have been watching us live all day today. And we'll see you in a couple hours for an After Dark episode of Coco Talk. And this concludes episode 62. Coco forever, everybody. Bye, all. Bye-bye.